Here we go. Join me and together we can rule the galaxy. How? Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister... Christian Allgaier. And today we are going to be going over the news. We talk all things Disney, including the parks, the movies, the TV shows, and uh, video games, anything uh, Disney. Since it's the week of week before Christmas, really, I mean, we'll, we'll try to have a show, I guess, before... I don't know what you guys are doing Saturday, but maybe we can record... Saturday, so that way we're not doing it on Christmas Eve. That's fine. We don't have any plans, so. Okay. And, uh, so, I would say maybe your favorite Disney Christmas movie? Yeah. Easy. Alright, go ahead then. The Santa Claus. Okay. The kids were just watching it today, actually. And I could tell, because we were in here doing homework, or Zach's homework. Mm-hmm. And they were out there, and as soon as it, like, started, and I could hear a little bit of it, I'm like, oh, they're all watching the Santa Claus. Yeah. So what's yours? My favorite Disney Christmas movie is probably the Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. Um, I like that one a lot with, uh, you know, having Scrooge McDuck actually doing what he was, I guess, born to to play. You know, he's named after Scrooge. Um, yeah. So it's good to have him, uh, you know, play that role for it. Um, but yeah, it's been a while since I watched it, but it, I think it's my favorite one. Okay. So I guess we can just go right over to the news then. start the news here was uh, the Flights of Wonder being replaced with a Russell and Doug show at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have a date on when that ends? When that was? Um, I don't remember if it said it now. Um, I thought it was pretty soon. Hold on. It sounded though like it was Pretty similar, right? And they were just adding in, or that's what people were thinking. It would stay pretty similar, just right? But they were gonna, or at least still educational. Okay. December thirty first. That's what I thought the end of the year. December thirty first is when it closes. December thirty first. Well, so at the end of this year, then. Yeah, yeah. End so of it this says month. it'll offer the guests a chance to see. Um, Russell and his furry friend Doug as they discover species of birds from around the world in their newest adventure. Okay. Um, so possibly still kind of like educational. I don't remember seeing the show, honestly. So now I don't really, I mean, I think the last time I saw it was a long time ago and I don't really remember much about it. I'm not too fond of this idea. Um, There's a lot of people 
people that aren't fond of it. No, everybody has always said Flights of Wonder is, you know, the best show on property, or one of the so best why shows. Is, what makes it so good, since I don't really remember it? So I haven't seen it in a while either, but um, I think it's the way that, you know, uh, one, I don't feel like we need to keep I don't feel like we need to shoehorn Disney characters in every show at one property, um, especially Animal Kingdom, which it's, the whole message is about animals. I think the wilderness explorers are good enough to get that Disney fix in. Or stuff like Dinosaur, where it's based off, you know, like they did a tie-in with the movie, but it's not, like, prevalent enough where you're thinking, oh, I'm inside the movie, you know? Um I don't know, I just feel like it's, uh, you know, making change for change's sake, really. Because uh, I feel like that show's always been popular, so I'm not really sure why they would feel the need to shake it up. Yeah. You know, I feel like sometimes Disney has to be more, I guess, prideful about the stuff that they created all on their own, you know, instead of being like, well, how can we fit characters in this, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see that part of it, too. I mean, because I'm kind of torn at the, the idea of adding in all the characters, even over at Epcot and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like you want more with it, but at the same time, you hate change. I mean, just last week when we were there, we were going through Pirates of the Caribbean, and I was thinking how that never had, like, John, the Johnny Depp character in it, Jack Sparrow or whatever, before. And then they did the movie and they added it in. And it's like, I just wonder what else will have gone away or been changed by the time my kids are older, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a, that's something maybe we could um, come up with, you know? Maybe a show about, um, you know, just the stuff that's changed uh, recently and then how it can change in the, you know, in the future. Yeah. Um, you know, just like our thoughts on how they, you know, with the pattern of how they make changes, how they, you know, what else could change by the time that your kids and my kids are grown up and, you know, or even when I have kids. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. um, yeah, so, so far, not too happy about the Flights of Wonder, really. I feel like, you know, there, that, that's something that could have been just left alone, um, and... Like I said, I just want them to take, sometimes take pride in, in their in their own thing and not worry about synergy all the time. Yeah. Well, because there's things that were Disney original before movies. You know what I mean? Like, like it's a small world. It's a Disney thing, regardless mm -hmm. of whether... Haunted Mansion is, like, one of the most popular attractions. Pirates and Haunted Mansion are, you know, some of the most popular attractions, and they were just Walt Disney originals uh, in the park. Right. You know? Right. Though, you know, you know they had had plans, actually, to add some stuff into Haunted Mansion if the, Eddie, uh, if the uh, you know, 2003 or whatever year that one was. If that movie had uh, been popular. Eddie Murphy movie. If that had been popular, they were going to try to shoehorn him and some other people in that attraction. Like right, they did, like right. they, Which would have really probably ruined it. Because that was more of a comedic movie. So they just kind of make Haunted Mansion. And Haunted Mansion's fun, like fun romp and stuff, you know. Um, 
like when, especially when you get to the graveyard scene and everything. But I think it would have just been really weird to have that in there. Um. Okay, so I guess we'll move on to the next one, which is the. Uh, this is according to you know WDW News Today. They say that they have a. You know about that new mainstream Main Street Theater. Um, that it's going to hold around 2,000 guests, and that it would should be completed by May of 2020. Um, with with a show debuting inside of it around that time, if not slightly later. So the construction could be completed by then, but they might not put a show in it until a little bit later. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I guess that's taking a little longer than I thought it. Yeah, I was going to say, I would have thought that would have been done a little bit sooner. I mean, but, I don't know, I mean, they got a lot going on, too, with Toy Story and Star Wars and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I just thought this is one building, you know. thought that'd be yeah. complete a little faster. Disney takes their time, though, certainly. Uh, Universal puts up stuff so fast, and then Disney takes their time. Yeah. Like how long it took for Avatar, uh, Pandora, and New Fantasyland took a while, too. Yeah, that did take, I remember that. Okay, so, uh, you know, Stitch's Greatest Escape, a Great Escape at Magic Kingdom is going to be opening again from December 23rd to January 6th, um, and then it is permanently closing after that date. For real this time. So, I thought it was already closed. It's on a seasonal. That, you know, like they opened it up in the middle of summer. Well, I knew that, but I, I, thought that it, I thought that it closed like right after they said that they were gone. I thought so too, but I guess they're opening it up for that Christmas uh, to January because that's like the busiest time. Uh, uh, Christmas to New Year's time, so that way then they can move on. And then finally close it. I, I just hope they actually have a plan of what they want to do with it before they close it this time. Uh, because it feels like what they did last time when they closed it is they were still deciding what they were going to do, you know, Wreck-It Ralph or something else. And then they actually, uh, then, um, what was I going to say? Then they actually uh, were like, oh, no, we're changing our mind. We don't know what we're going to do. So open it back up for the peak seasons, you know. Yeah. So hopefully they actually have a real a real plan this time. I hope so. Because it, it's nothing worse than because if not, I just keep it open. Keep keep it open for people right, to right. go in and. Otherwise, you're just closing one more thing. Yep. At least it's not at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Very true. I know when we were there last weekend. That's when I started realizing, man, they really have closed down so many of the rides, like. Mm -hmm. In a way, you would have thought that they would have waited for, like, the great movie ride until they started moving, opening more up again, you know? But it's, like, literally everything at one time. Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> All right, so we got uh, some other news here. According to Disney Parks blog here, they got uh, a Terralina Crafted Italian coming to Disney Springs in early 2018. This is going to be next to Paddlefish, um, which is where Portobello is currently. So they'll be replacing Portobello oh. with 
this Terralina Crafted Italian. And they have just like a mock-up of a picture on the on the blog there. <clears throat> Not much there on uh, on that, but that's part of the 12th. I, mean, mm -hmm. I was going to say, isn't Portobello, uh, isn't it like an Italian restaurant already there? So it's kind of just a different one coming in. Yeah, I've never been, so but that's what I assume yeah. it is, yeah. But that's part of the 12 Days of Disney Parks Christmas that the Disney Parks blog is doing, where they were doing 12 days of constant uh, reveals on stuff and uh, of changes and stuff. So. Um, none of them really big news items, you know, just... Uh, Little things. Yeah, like one of them is a model of, uh, you know, Pixar Pier. Uh-huh. Next up is the, they also did an inside look of the Millennium Falcon ride at, um, uh, during this 12 days, I think, too. Uh, but it really just, it really just showed, like, the corridor of, of the Millennium Falcon and that it looks really nice. Um, it doesn't really give you much on the ride, just shows a, uh, it's like one picture, so not much uh, to talk about there. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Nothing too exciting. Yeah. And it literally is just like the the corridor where they, you know, look where they go up the ramp for the uh, Millennium Falcon and the circular hallway there. That's that's pretty much all this. Also got Little Mismatched in Disney Springs. Uh is in the marketplace of Disney Springs. It's gonna be closing on December thirty first. Oh, a lot of things December thirty first. Yeah, and it's uh, no replacement yet. And no word if the store is relocating somewhere else in, in there either. But is that only a Disney thing, Little Mismatch? I don't think so. I didn't think so either. I was just wondering. I don't think so. But uh, I'm not 100% sure. Never really went in there. Not really meant for me, I don't think. Um, and then we got the incredible coaster. If you want to, you know, give us the details on that, because it still would not let me watch that video. So. Um, so basically they just showed how they're kind of like what they're adding to it and that you're going, you're on the ride, you're riding along with them trying to get a hold of baby Jack the back. Like he, they're kind of, he's like, up in the air in a sense or something and they're just keep trying to grab him and then something else takes him away and you're just with them trying to get him and like they show that they put like two maybe three little like tunnel things over top of the track yeah. and in one of the tunnels they have this is incredible stretched out across the whole tunnel and like up and she's like just about to grab Jack Jack as he like gets away you know and then they show, like, that's what it was. Edna, that's her name, right? The, that lady that does their costumes. Yeah, that's her. She it was babysitting. And so then he, you know, she's a terrible babysitter or whatever. So, like, when you start the ride, you see her watching him, and then you go along this ride trying to find him, basically. But it looked cool. Like, it looked like they were adding different things, and that's going to be really neat. And they said, like, they were adding things, I guess, from the new movie coming out. Or, like, mm -hmm. you know, different things that they just said it's a really good time because now they're working with the same people who are working on the movie. So, 
That's interesting. So you said that they were in the tunnels, so like they have projections or what? No, is, they have like a screen. I don't know. It looked like it was gonna be like a big thing of fur. You know what I mean? Like maybe like one of those. You know when you go on a ride and they have like the characters in there. Like it uh-huh. looked like it would be like a big one of fur up in like it's like to the side on the side of the tunnel. Oh, here it is. Let me watch. This this time it's uh, the other site you sent me the link of it from wasn't let me do it. Okay, so that was yeah. Okay, so I just watched it. So okay. it looked like more like a like a maybe like a uh, animatronic, uh, just the way that they had her in the in the tube there. But that's what I was thinking. Like so, I don't know. not like a projection or anything. No. Interested. I'm. I'm still not convinced on Pixar Pier. So. Oh. Yeah, that's true. I know you don't like it. <laughs> All right, and then uh, before we get to the bigger of the news here, so I just wanted to say also, Star Wars had opening weekend of two hundred and twenty million dollars uh, in the U.S., which was only eleven percent, only eleven percent less than The Force Awakens. And uh, I think it's the first time a star that first time two Star Wars films have opened to more than two hundred million. Mm. So uh, there's yeah there's that. And then uh, before we get to the big news in the movie and TV section, just rumors uh, have leaked of uh, some uh, uh, for Kingdom Hearts two screenshots leaked that had. Uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy in Monsters, Inc. world, actually. So if those are true, we don't know. If they're, if they're fake, let me tell you, they're pretty good fakes. Um, but if <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's real. and that um, So we might see Mike and Sully in the newest Kingdom Hearts with Sora, Donald, and Goofy. So, um, yeah, so excited about uh, that. But there's been, you know, nobody's come forward to say that they made them and Obviously, it's been kind of quiet on the official front there because they're probably they're probably saving it for D twenty three in February. It's when they're supposed to unveil more information. So, might be uh, the Japan D twenty three in February. So, um, might be waiting to you know hear on that. All right, and then we'll get to the biggest news uh, that we've been covering as it built up over the course of the last month and a half, and that's uh. Disney has bought assets from Fox, 20th Century Fox, 21st Century Fox, sorry. And uh, so the deal's actually official now. I mean, it still takes, uh, as Bob Iger was saying, 12 to 18 months for it to actually go through. Uh, It has to go through some processes and, you know, all, all that kind of fun business and legal stuff. So, um but yeah, so what are your uh, what are your thoughts on this? This means that they get uh, Fantastic Four. They, Bob Iger specifically said Fantastic Four, so they should be getting that. Uh, they'll get X Men, Deadpool, and um, uh, you know the, the the TV studios with The Simpsons, Family Guy, American Dad. Jeez, uh, what else? Um, <laughs> Modern Family is now fully theirs. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Arrested Development, um, How I Met Your Mother, 
uh, all these shows, this is probably a big deal for the uh, for the streaming service. Yeah, so. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And I feel like that was probably part of their main goal. Yeah. And the Marvel um, and Marvel and Star Wars Episode Four are probably the bonus. Yeah. So I don't see anything bad about it. I know people were very concerned about the Deadpool thing and all of that, but I don't think I don't think they're gonna mess up something that's already working. You know, like Deadpool is the way it is, and that's how everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. It's only gonna help them if they keep making it the way it is, because that's what's gonna make them money. And Bob Iger mentioned that actually. Somebody asked him the day of the acquisition. Uh, you know, does this mean, you know, he's going to PG-13 or whatever? And he said, I don't see any reason why we can't do it rated R if people know what they're getting themselves into before they go see the movie. Exactly. And um, that yeah. is, yeah, sorry, that that's, people always have this fear every time Disney buys something. They, yes. when yes. they, when they bought Marvel, oh, get ready to see Mickey Mouse in your Spider-Man comics or get ready to see, um, you know, Mickey Mouse dressed as Spider-Man in, in the movies or get ready for it to not be violent And uh, when they bought Star Wars. So, well, get ready for Mickey Mouse to be wielding a lightsaber and for everything to be so cheery and joyful. Um, and actually, they used it when they did Star Wars Weekends before they had bought uh, Lucasfilm because they had had it before they bought Lucasfilm. Um they had Mickey, uh, you know, with the lightsaber, and Minnie dresses Leia and Goofy as Darth Vader, and Donald as a stormtrooper. And the last time they did that was in 2015, in that in that May of 2015. And then since then, they were like, "We're going to start taking this more seriously," and and stop doing it. So, um, I just think it's funny that every time this happens, people say, and this time it was. Oh, well, now they're not going to be able to do rated R Deadpool. Disney still yeah. makes rated R movies. I mean, they had Mira, they have Miramax, or, or they used to. They don't anymore, I don't think. But Touchstone, they released movies right. under. You know, Pulp Fiction is actually produced by Disney when it was first came out. So, I mean, um, all they have to do is, if they don't actually close down 20th Century Fox, they just say, they just produce it under that 20th Century Fox banner, and they can get away with it. It's not linked to their name. Yeah. No, I agree. I saw that, too. And I thought the same thing. Like, they don't – they own all – they have owned all these other ones. Like, there's – um, it's not like it's something new in that sense, you know? Yeah, what they're probably going to do is exactly what they did for Lucasfilm and Marvel. They're going to put somebody in charge yeah. of 20th yeah. Century, 21st Century Fox – and they're going to let that person do their thing. Same way they let Kathleen Kennedy do her thing with Star Wars. Bob Iger doesn't have ultimately, you know, like, he has the ultimate say, I guess. But he lets them do whatever they want. You know, it's Kathleen Kennedy that was firing the directors. It wasn't like Bob Iger stepping in, you know. So, I don't know. That just yeah. makes me upset when people say stuff like that because I'm like, it. you're not, you know – we you didn't pay attention the first two times this happened and nothing changed. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on on the Fox deal, Fox and? No, I 
guess the other question was people were saying like, well, will Simpson stay on Fox and stuff like that since because they don't own Fox, right? No, it it it'll stay on Fox if Fox keeps renewing it. Because here's the thing, you know, people seem to forget that like. All the shows on ABC are not done by ABC Studios, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Modern Family was 20th Century Fox, and they still bought that show and, and aired it. I mean, it's totally different when it goes like that, you know? All of Netflix, yeah. all of Netflix's shows were not originally Netflix original productions. You know, uh, they had studios that, that would make those. Um, I'm trying to think of other shows on, like, ABC that are – I mean, like, okay, look at Fox – Brooklyn Brooklyn Nine Nine on Fox is actually a Universal show, so people would think it should be on NBC, but they're like separate divisions. You know, the studio is a separate division than the channel, so they have these different bidding processes and and all that stuff. So I think everything's going to stay the same on that. And also for stuff like Family Guy and The Simpsons, if Disney leaves them on uh, Fox, you know, and lets Fox keep their deal, if you know Fox keeps renewing these then that's another way that they can let nothing change on that and let the money keep rolling in. But they would have the um, – and it's because it's separated from them then. You know, people think of it as a Fox TV show, not as a Disney production. Yeah, yeah. And also, there's not too much money to be made on the um, – on like the first run of those shows. You know, like Simpsons and – and Family Guy and uh, all the shows on Fox Modern Family. Before, when it came to like when it was time for syndication and all of that fun stuff, the the um, the studios are the ones that make that money when they sell the syndication deal, you know. So yeah. instead, now Disney will just be reaping the benefits of the syndication deals that they already have. Um. That's the thing too. People were worried that FX, the channel, because that's that's one thing they got too in this deal is FX. Yeah. That like they're gonna get rid of FX and move all their stuff to the streaming service. I don't see that happening just because FX is one of the like most well reviewed uh, cable channels. That it's not an HBO. You know, like they get they have so many high quality shows that it's like free publicity pretty much, and then you just reap in. You just reap in the cost if you just leave everything the same. If the show's, you know, right. if the channel's doing well, you just leave it be. Right, right. Well, and that's what somebody else said. Like, all these changes that people worry about, if, like, they could keep things the same, they're still going to make the money on it. So, like, why change something that's working when it's going to benefit them and they don't have to do anything to it? Yeah, I mean, they'll probably just stick the shows on their streaming service and make money. Uh, that way. Yeah. Um, because you'll have people – I mean maybe maybe let's say Fox decides to cancel Simpsons because they're like, oh, now we're not making any money off of it because we don't get the syndication deals. Well, Disney might just say, okay, we're going to continue it on the streaming service. You know, I don't, But I don't think it's going to be that they themselves are going to say you no longer can do it now, you know? Alright, so I guess uh, we will move on to the character of the week, which is, speaking of Fox, it's Homer Simpson, character of the week. I'm just kidding. 
I'm just kidding. But we'll go to. I know we'll go to the real character of the week, which is Scrooge McDuck, because it's Christmas time. So, I'm gonna go over to Scrooge McDuck. Um, he is named after the character Ebenezer Scrooge from A Christmas Carol, uh, and he also plays him in Mickey's Christmas Carol, as I said earlier. He is one of the only Disney comic characters to have been given a confirmed age. In the 1955 one-pager Watt in Occasion, written and drawn by Scrooge's creator, Carl Barks, Scrooge celebrates his 75th birthday. So he's got to be way older than that now. 1955, he's 75. As mentioned in Scrooge's character profile poster in issue 39 of... The popular German Disney magazine, Mickey Mouse Magazine, Scrooge's constellation is the Capricorn. So he's a he's a Capricorn baby, which is sometime between de- December 21st and January 19th. So I'll just act like his birthday's Christmas, and that would make it even weirder with him being named yeah, after Scrooge. Yeah. That'd be funny. Um... <clears throat> Let's see here. He apparently weighs 20 pounds in one of the comics from the, and he's about three feet tall. Um, let's see. Scrooge McDuck was the very first image to be displayed on the first Macintosh computer. Interesting. I'll go into his um. Some of his appearances here, you know, he was originally a comic-based character um, and was eventually, I think the first time he was on screen, his animated debut was Scrooge McDuck and Money, which is a 1967 theatrical featurette. Yeah, and then his next appearance, I mean, one of his, then his biggest appearance is the, you know, Mickey's Christmas Carol, which then goes on to DuckTales, and then yeah. uh, into, um, he was in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, he's in, he was in the show Mickey Mouse Works, uh, he was in House of Mouse, he was in Twice Upon a Christmas, he was in the Mickey Mouse Shorts. And he is in DuckTales, again. Yeah, the new one. Yep. And let's see here. Uh, In video games, he actually appeared in one of the Kingdom Hearts games as an owner of a sea salt ice cream business. Um, And that was in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Um, And Kingdom Hearts 2, he appeared. He was in Toontown Online, and he's in Epic Mickey Power of Illusion. Disney Infinity, he made a cameo appearance. And in the DuckTale video games from the old days, from, you know, the uh, from the 80s and 90s. He is also in the parks occasionally in the Christmas season for Magic Kingdom. Um, up until 2014, he appeared on his own float during the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time. And, I think I, yeah. yeah, now he's no longer on there, I guess. And uh, maybe not on his own float. It just That's how it distinguished it. 
Um, in 2013, he made meet-and-greet appearances near Main Street with Ludwig von Drake as part of the Long Lost Friends Weeks. I need to know more about Long Lost Friends Week. That sounds awesome. Uh, do they still have that? I don't know. But 2013, I was on program. I mean, I never heard of that. Um, uh, that's true. I feel like I'd heard about it before, but that I saw it wasn't happening anymore. I don't know. Or that it was like Disneyland or something. All right, so I guess that's the character of the week here. So what we're going to do here, our final question, I got a good one since it's, a, it's going to be about Fox. What property are you most excited now that Disney owns through this Fox acquisition? Uh, I don't know. I guess I would probably say Fantastic Four because I'd like to see what they could do with it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's probably one, uh, well, yeah, it's like the most poorly one. Well, and I think it has some of it has some of the best villains that they didn't have access to that now they have access to. You know, Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom can be really cool. Yeah, I was gonna say even Zack said that too. Like they have good, good bad guys. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with. uh, I'm probably most excited that they own the Simpsons. Just so I can say, this, just so I can say, the Simpsons are Disney, I guess. But um, <laughs> and that the Simpsons predicted this like 20 years ago, actually. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so, funny. That is funny. Um, but uh, and how often they used to make fun of Disney. So it's it's yeah, funny that's true too. in a roundabout way there. But um, no, I'm just really uh, excited for that because I think if they can add that onto the streaming service, and that's another. That's another plus on that streaming service. I mean, that's 29 seasons or something right now. So (laughs) that's adding hundreds of episodes, almost a thousand. They got to be at like 600 or 700, but probably past that. But um, yeah, they got to be close to that. So that's what I'm most excited about. Um, You know, unless if they cancel it. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a bummer. Because there was always rumors of a, a second Simpsons movie. It never uh, happened. And it, it hasn't happened yet because they said it would, you know, they, they would probably have to... St- it's at 627 episodes. So that's a lot to add to your service, streaming service. Um, yeah. Plus you got Family Guy, which has a crap ton of them now too, so if they had that on their service. but um, That would be the only... I think that would be the one really sad thing, though. As if they would cancel it. Yeah. Be, yeah, just because it's been going for so long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been on our whole lives. <laughs> yeah. Which is insanity. But um, what I really want then, I, I want, I, I just hope that this doesn't kill a chance for them to make a Simpsons movie, like a second one. Movie. Like, I hope that yeah. they still do keep that idea open because I would love to see another movie because I thought the first movie was awesome and it's been 10 years already since then. Wow. Yeah, it was a 2007 movie. So that would be pretty cool to see back on the big screen those characters. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be uh, – that's that's my biggest thing. Do you know – we forgot to even mention what this means for Animal Kingdom because now – 
they don't own Avatar. James Cameron owns Avatar, but they own the distribution to Avatar now. So they're actually going to be making the sole money off of this movie. Like, so that helps them now. They can, you know, like, it's weird to have something in your parks that you didn't own that, like, you're advertising for the new Avatar movies, but you weren't going to get any of the profit. But now, you know, now, now you do get all the profit. So... Um, I guess yeah. Disney gambling on Avatar paid off, really. I mean, yeah, that's true. So, um, that's that's what's you know that's crazy too. Um, but what do you think, Zach's? Because uh, I know he was originally maybe going to be on here. But what do you think he's most excited about them owning? I think Ryan Reynolds said the best when he talked about Deadpool and thinking about Deadpool and the Mad Hatter. Oh yeah, did you see that? No, I didn't see the I didn't see the Mad Hatter thing. Yeah, it's too rated R to put on here, but <laughs> honestly, honestly, I'm probably not the best one to talk about this. What I look forward to the most is the fact that now I can actually go out when they because now they have the distribution rights up to uh, Audio Hope, they'll be able to make like a box set, you know. And I think it'd be nice just to have one box with all of them in there because it's frustrating to have to buy a piecemeal or just these three and that three. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more curious to see what happens with other portions, like with the Simpsons and Universal, and you know, well, how will I'm kind of excited to see the universes mix up. Now they can use Deadpool, uh, X Man, and also the other one, Fantastic Fantastic Four. So, I mean, I'm not a huge proponent of all the uh, superhero stuff because I'm kind of, I think it's overwhelming at this point with this whole bunch of stuff that's been together. But Disney, when they put a movie together, knows how to do it right. So I'm excited to see what they do with those actual franchises. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I said The Simpsons is what I was looking forward to. Uh, But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it what it would mean for the, you know, Marvel um, stuff. I actually already told Joy for before – we watched all of the Star Wars in chronological order um, before this one came out, and I think I'm trying to convince her to watch all the Marvel films before uh, – before, before Ava- Yeah, before Avengers fin- Infinity War. Not before Black Panther, but before Infinity War. Um, just to kind of like build up to like this huge – Movie is going to take a lot more time because there's so many more of those, but she hasn't seen all of them. She's seen most of them. I, I don't think she's seen the second Thor or the third Iron Man. And yeah, I don't. I don't think I've seen the second Thor either. I know. I, I mean, I haven't seen the newest one either, but I haven't seen either of those. And I don't know that I've really paid attention to the last Avengers movie. Like, I I said that before. yeah, like, you it's did. It's always been on in the background. You know, like I haven't thoroughly watched it. But yeah, watch I mean, it. I've seen you know what? Actually, check your case to see if you have a digital thing in there. You might be able to redeem that. Yeah. Because that's one of the ones that doesn't transfer to the because um, it's Disney. So. I know. I was gonna say I do. I know we have the disc. I bought it as soon as it came out. I remember we we were at uh, we were helping you move, get your stuff yeah. together. And then um, what was the other thing? I mean, I've seen all Captain America, all the Iron Man. Now, Iron Man was the very first one to come out, right? Yes, yes. That's what I thought. But, I don't know. 
I yeah. do not like them all. So I'll have to make a schedule for me and Joy to <laughs> what day we're Thank watching you. what. Yeah. Because it's going to take a lot more planning than, than eight Star Wars movies, which is like, oh, yeah. you watch one a day like a week before the movie comes out, you know? Yeah. I think you watch them in the wrong order, though. I, I really, I, to me, I can't watch them chronologically one through, you know, not, well, eventually nine. I'd have to watch them, you know, four through six, one to three, and then jump. You know, I just, uh, it, to me, it doesn't feel right, even though, I mean, that's not the natural progression of the story. It was really cool watching them chronologically, though, um, because I've never done it. So it, it was cool in that way, but also because um, then you get the prequels out of the way immediately. Um, <laughs> but this is true. But I, I don't have any interest in watching them. And I love I the prequels. I Star Wars in the sense of, like, I remember watching 4 through 6, like, being really young. And then yeah. when the other ones came out, I don't know, they were just too weird for me. I just couldn't do it. I love the prequels, though, but it's just one of those where, like, I still think they're probably weaker than the original trilogy, so I'd rather get them out of the way. But, you know, it was cool watching Rogue One in the middle of 3 and 4 because you have some actors reprise their role from the, their prequels, and then you have, um, you know, you see some characters like Darth Vader and Princess Leia and Tarkin in Rogue One as well, so it's like a nice bridge gap between the two of them. Yeah. And then... Um, Really, the the new trilogy really messes up the viewing order. Because before you could say, yeah, you just go watch 4, 5, 6, then 1, 2, 3, and you've seen the complete story. But now I feel like if you watch 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, then go 7, 8, it's, You're really it's weird. It's weird. So I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> but uh, Or you can get into stuff like Machete Order that people watch too, which is... Um, which is four, five, one, two, three, six, then seven and eight. Why is that? Because people said it makes the prequels more bearable. And actually, I think the machete order gets rid of episode one. So what they do is they do four, five. So that way you keep the twist of the Darth Vader being Luke's father. For people that never seen uh, him. For people that never seen him. And, de de and don't know that big twist. So you do four, five, and you keep that, right? And then you go back in time to, like, see how he became Darth Vader in 2 and 3. And then and then you get the twist there of, oh, Luke and Leia are actually twins. Because they don't know that after 5. So you get it there in Episode 3. And then you go in Episode 6 and Luke finds that out. And then it's the end of both of their stories until 7, 8, right, right. 9. You know, so some people do it like that. But I feel like that... Uh, I've seen people say that works and it's very nice and it works well for those people that have never seen it. But I think that's a little, I think when I'm just going to pop them in when my kids are young and they'll pick whatever ones they like, you know? <laughs> and, um, cause now you could theoretically start at seven and, um, go back and watch four, five, six at a different time as well. So, cause seven's a nice entry point. Yeah, so I think that is everything. We went a little long on our last question, <laughs> and off on and off on a tangent on our last question, actually. But um, yeah, so I guess what I was thinking here is um, maybe next week because of it being like the okay, because here's where it gets tricky here. So we have our show on, so we do it on Saturday the twenty third. Um, and then I don't know what you're doing on New Year's Eve, so we might have to do it on the 30th as well. New Year's Eve. 
Oh, uh, mom and dad will be here. Oh, okay. Um, so we might have to do we it on, have, th on the 30th. We have, we have Nathan's birthday party that day at like 11 a.m., but other than that, I don't know that we have okay. anything else for this. But we can always do the 30th. Okay. Yeah, so what I'm thinking here is just something to plan for the next week is uh, – for the next two weeks. For So for next week, what I'm thinking is we do our favorites of 2017 for Disney, you know, like um, okay. like best movie that Disney did this year, best, um, you know, best character in a movie this year, you know, kind of like an Oscar type thing with um, Disney stuff, you know, your favorite new thing that – opened at the parks or your, your favorite experience at the park this year, you know, just kind of like stuff like that. We can think of those categories, you know, we can think of those categories over the week. And then I'm thinking for uh, the new year's Eve show that would, you know, when it would come out on new year's Eve, we do a look ahead to 2018 and stuff going on. Um, you know, we can go through all the movies that are releasing that year and all the new stuff that's supposed to open like toy story land and stuff like that. Sounds good. That way, just to make it like special shows of like you know with the with the new year approaching. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess uh, if you want to tell people where they can find you. Uh, so you can follow us or me on Instagram at Algier Adventures, A L G U I R E Adventures, and our podcast at Behind the Dreams Podcast. And our Twitter is BT Disney Podcast, and our uh, Facebook is facebook.com backslash behind the dreams Fox uh, Podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, facebook.com backslash behind the dreams podcast. Uh, YouTube is behind the dreams podcast, and we are also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Please rate us on iTunes because it helps people find us. Um, and um, I think there was something else I was going to say. If not, I think that's it. So. <laughs> Um, I guess we'll catch you all next week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> See y'all real soon. <laughs> <laughs>